Sorry, I was fiddling with something. I said I was fiddling with something. I'm sorry. And when I say fiddle, I'm not talking about playing a fiddle. All right, are we in the red hymnal? Yeah. All right. All right, take your red hymnal tonight and turn to page 235. Page 235. Amen. He set me free. Once like a bird in prison I dwelt, no freedom from my sorrow I felt, but Jesus came and listened to me and glory to God, he set me free, he set me free, yes he set me free and he broke the bonds of prison me i'm glory bound by jesus to see for glory to god he set me free now i am climbing higher each day darkness of night has drifted away my feet are planted on higher ground and glory to god i'm homeward bound he set me free yes he set me free and he broke the bonds of prison me i'm glory bound by jesus to see for glory to God, He set me free. Goodbye to sin and things that confound. Not of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm working, I'm praying to, and glory to God, I'm going through. He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see for glory. Sing that chorus one more time tonight. 
He set me free, yes, he set free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see, and glory to God, he set me free. Thank God for that. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free. Indeed, now turn to 181, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, oh what a foretaste of glory divine, amen. Let's sing this old great hymn of the faith tonight. <clears throat> blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, oh what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. Sing now. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long perfect submission all is at rest i and my savior am happy and blessed watching and waiting looking above filled with his goodness lost in his love sing now this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Turn around, fellowship one with another, it's good to be in the Lord's house. I'll tell you why, because it's good for my voice.
Amen. Praise the Lord. This is my story. This is my song. Amen. Praise God. Appreciate uh, another privilege to be back in the Lord's house tonight. Uh, amen. As uh, We're going to celebrate LV this evening. Excited about that. Glad to have him here with us. As he just turned 90 years old, we're going to try to expedite the service to the best of our ability, but we want to make sure we take, take time to praise the Lord. And um, so, uh, but, uh, boy, God's good, isn't he, church? Uh, amen. Uh, certainly, uh, LB can say the Lord's good. He's made it to 90 years old. He's able to drive to church. And uh, amen. We're just glad he's here tonight. But, uh, and we've got some that would like to be here. Uh, no mom and dad would like to be here. Well, no, they probably wouldn't. But uh, they would certainly like to, to be here to uh, be a part of, uh, amen, our... Um, uh, celebration of Brother LV's birthday. So anyway, but um, just by way of announcement, uh, we'll say this. Continue to remember William and Beth. I talked to them just prior to the service tonight, and they've decided to uh, to stay, um, uh, you know, this evening. Just precaution, make sure the baby's, uh, you know, eating well and everything's fine. As far as they know, everything is fine. But uh, amen. Just continue to remember them in prayer. And uh, amen, excited for them, probably be coming home tomorrow, Lord willing. Uh, also, we will be having a meal after services. I uh, got a whiff of it as I was coming up the stairs, uh, uh, smelled some good, uh, good food down there. So we're going to have a time of fellowship together at the end of the service. So we want everybody to stay and join us. Uh, amen. You say, preacher, does that mean you're going to preach short, shorter? I'm going to try. Uh, you have no idea how hard that is for me, but I'm going to do my best to get through uh, the service uh, as best as we can tonight. Uh, as far as prayer requests are concerned, um, amen, we did have several this morning. Continue to remember Ellen's sister, Elma Jean, as she continues to progress from her surgery. Uh, remember her in prayer and uh, continue to remember Debbie in prayer. Continue to remember Jimmy Seaton. Remember Jesse's mom. As she recovers from surgery, pray also for his grandfather, uh, physical and spiritual needs there. And uh, I know we had uh, some other requests also um, today, and I'll give you a, an opportunity at this time to add anything to the prayer list that you'd like to. Any have a, anybody have a prayer request tonight? Everybody's got food on the brain, praise God. All right, well, let's just pray the Lord will give us good service tonight. Pray the Lord will speak to us. I got some help this morning. Did anybody else? I certainly did, and I'm praying that the Lord will help us again tonight from his word. Uh, but we will pray, uh, amen, and let's just bow our heads. Father, we thank you tonight for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have to assemble ourselves together uh, one more time. And Lord, I pray... From the beginning to the end, Lord, that, uh, uh, Lord, our service would be just exactly what you'd have it to be. Lord, forgive us from our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Anything that might stand between us uh, and receiving from you uh, the fullness of your blessing, God, I pray you'd remove that. Uh, Lord, we're not worthy tonight, but we sure are thankful for the one who is worthy. 
and that is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, bless the music, bless the testimonies, the offerings, the prayers, the preaching of thy word, that it might all bring glory to thy name. Uh, Lord, I pray tonight that you bless uh, every prayer request that's been offered up, those who are sick, those who are struggling. Uh, Lord, we pray, thank you for the praise reports we've heard today. Uh, God, we're so thankful, Lord, that you uh, still answer prayer, God, and the uh, effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. God, I pray tonight that you just, um, uh, Lord, just be in our midst and we will leave this place, God. We might be able to say that it's been good to be in the Lord's house. Lord, bless um, LV. Lord, we thank you for him and what he means to us. And Lord, I pray that you just continue to, to, to give him uh, many more good days, Lord, uh, while he's here on earth. Most of all, thank you for saving his soul. And God, heaven's going to be worth it all just to see your face. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray that your blessings would be upon the offering tonight. Lord, we pray that you'd use it, God, to bring honor and glory to thyself. And Lord, thank you for meeting our needs, God, financially. And God, we pray that you would just continue to grow and prosper the ministries of United Baptist Church. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Sing that chorus. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood, Lamb? Amen. Praise the Lord. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, I tried to uh, get a little bit more money out of Mary this morning during the offering. Uh, she put her tithe in, and I just stood there and waited for seconds. I, I reckon Sammy Allen used to do that. If they wasn't satisfied with the first round, they just took up another one. Uh, amen. And, uh, uh, well, we ought not have to beg people to give. The Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen. And thank God for that. Well, anybody have anything tonight that they'd like to share but before we go any further in the service this evening, God been good to you. Uh, have a word that you'd like to share with the church this evening. Amen. Amen. I'm glad that uh, that He's mine. But I, most of all, I'm thankful that I'm His. Amen. I'm part of his sheepfold. God been good to anybody else tonight? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen, LV. 90 years. 
Lordy day. <laughs> I'll tell you, and I'm going to be preaching about the value of one tonight. I'm kind of using that towards LV and Lord and his story and just how he came to us and never met him before. We was out knocking on doors, left a flyer about a youth revival and never thought uh, anything about it. But uh, lo and behold, he showed up uh, either Monday or Tuesday night of the youth revival, came, got saved. 80 years old. I know I've heard Brother Greg Lentz talk about that several times since then. 13, isn't that amazing? Uh, amen. God has been so good to him, and we just appreciate, uh, just amen. It's it's worth it all just for one, isn't it? Uh, so we're thankful for LV and, and what he means to us. So amen. Any, anyone else tonight got a song or a, a testimony, something you'd like to share with the church? Let's do that. I meant to do that this morning, and uh, I appreciate that, Mary, because somehow uh, I forgot. Let's sing happy birthday to LV. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, if we sing that uh, once for every, every year, how old you are, we'd be here a while, wouldn't we? Amen. Uh, but uh, praise the Lord. Pam, you have anything tonight? All right. Are you playing or singing? Or? What is it? I don't know. I can try. Still making. Well. Am I playing that one? So you all can help and we'll see how my voice does. Ask the Lord to help me. Let's see. A flat would be better. I'll take B flat. See 
Thank you. I might should have done the other. <laughs> well, I started saying those <coughs> that don't play. He's reading one that was <coughs> that happened to decipher in his head to play something else. And what else is it? Well, Amen. I know he's a pastor, and I throw that at him all the time. Yeah, it's uh, she never quits torturing me. It started when I was five years old, and I guess it'll never end. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right. Anybody else have anything tonight before we share the Word of God? All right. I'm going to sing one prior to the message. This is one of those. I'm saying this. Uh, uh, I haven't practiced, and I'm using soundtrack. So who knows how it's going to go, but this goes right along with this morning's message song that I love, Old Henson, classic, if you remember the Henson family from years ago. Go ahead, Holly. Turn it up a little bit, please. The main. Help us, Lord. The soul of man is like a ship that sails on the sea of time. The storms may come, the winds may blow and rock this ship of mine. But the reason my ship has never sank and today is still afloat. My compass is His precious word. King Jesus pilots my boat. My soul, that stormy sea, that Jesus leads the way. I won't ever drift so far from the shore. I can't hear what he has to say. I belong to a fleet that's sailing today on a glorious one-way trip. We'll land safely on shore to sail no more. Oh, Jesus pilots my ship. Try to give me a little bit more music. My soul pulled into safety's port. My stern was torn apart. The bow of my vessel was so badly crushed. Sin's waters flooded my heart. Oh, I sailed so long on life's angry waves with my cargo of fear and despair. Then I called on His name and He lifted the blame. Now He pilots my ship everywhere. I won't sail these stormy seas no more lest Jesus leads the way. I won't ever drift too far from the shore, I can't hear what he has to say. I belong to a fleet that's sailing today on a glorious one-way trip. We'll land safely on shore to sail no more since Jesus pilots my ship. I won't sail these stormy seas no more lest Jesus leads the way. I won't ever drift so far from the shore. I can't hear what he has to say. I belong to a fleet that's sailing today 
on a glorious one-way trip. We'll land safely on shore to sail no more since Jesus pilots my ship. There was a postlude, and I'm not going to sing it because I'll mess it up. You had the pulpit mic on, babe, but that's okay. All right, next time I will. Praise the Lord. Are you thankful that Jesus is piloting your ship? Amen. Turn that off. Turn the pulpit off for me. Amen. Praise God. Are you thankful that he's piloting your ship today? Amen. Praise God. All right, turn with me, if you will, to Luke chapter number 15. Luke chapter number 15. Boy, that song moves so fast, I couldn't about keep up with it between trying to say all the words and, uh, and then uh, catch all my breaths. But uh, amen. Jesus pilots our ship. He's our anchor. He's our captain. And we're on his ship. Hallelujah. Praise his name. And one thing about it, his ship's not going down. Amen. It's going to sail safely into Heaven's Harbor. I believe that's the name of that song that we were trying to remember. Uh, sail safely into Heaven's Harbor or something to that effect. But anyway, I'll, I'll drop my anchor safe in Heaven's Harbor. Something to that fact. Okay, never mind. Luke chapter 15 this evening. We'll share a few thoughts with you and then we'll uh, go have our time of fellowship tonight. Uh, again, I've entitled tonight's message, The Value of One. The Value of One. Read with me. Of course, Luke chapter number 15 is, we, we call this the lost chapter. And you say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, Christ provides us with three parables. Uh, and of course, a parable is a story that is used to illustrate a particular truth. And these three parables are... Uh, that of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and then the parable of the lost son, the prodigal. Amen. These three parables, wonderful chapter. There's not too many chapters in the Word of God that uh, compare in greatness to Luke chapter 15. I love it. But verse number 1, the Bible says, as we study the value of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost sheep, again, the value of one, then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners, for to hear him, and the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and he eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing, and when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful parable in the Word of God? We're uh, preaching tonight on the value of one. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for your goodness. Pray your blessings would be upon the reading of your word. Uh, God, I'm thankful that you pilot our ship. Thankful, Lord, that you are our anchor. You are our captain. 
and you are, uh, we're on your ship. It belongs to you, Father. Uh, God, I pray tonight, Lord, that you just help us this evening, Lord, just to, to gather and to glean some things, Lord, not from anything I have to say this evening, Lord, but from that which you've already said and made so very clear to us, uh, Lord, and I'm thankful, Lord, that, uh, God, you're a, you're a personal Savior. Uh, Lord, you're not just in, the, in the, the business of the masses and the multitudes, but, God, it, it, Father, you're willing to uh, inconvenience yourself, Lord, uh, Father, to go after the individuals and the just ones. So help us to pattern our lives after you, and, Lord, that we would never uh, trivialize the, the, the just ones that you've allowed our paths to cross with uh, throughout our lives and during the course of our ministries. And God, Lord, um, wouldn't it be great if we uh, got to heaven one of these days and, uh, amen, um, somebody uh, walks up to us and, uh, and says, thank you for giving to the Lord. I am, uh, I am a life that was changed, God, just because we took time to reach the just ones. Father, I love you, praise you, thank you, honor your word, exalt your son tonight by your humble servant. Lord, give us an unction. Lord, help us, Lord, not to depend upon the flesh. Lord, we're not just giving a dictation tonight. This isn't a lecture or a speech or even a sermon, but God, I pray that you'd help us to deliver the word of God with authority and might. And we're going to praise you for who you are, what you do. In Jesus' name we pray, all God's people say it. Amen. All right. We find here, uh, again, this wonderful parable that I'm sure you're familiar with uh, as it relates to the parable of the lost sheep. And uh, again, so many times in society, success is measured by the amount. And success is determined by the numbers. And uh, we discussed that to a certain extent this morning. Uh, amen. But friend, this story reminds us of the fact that the Lord places a large value uh, in the individuals that He gives us the opportunity to reach. And that's not just individual souls, but I, I believe individual churches uh, matter to God. Amen. Now listen, what goes on here at United Baptist Church, it might not mean much in Washington. Amen. Uh, the mayor's office might not uh, be concerned about uh, what takes place uh, here uh, from week to week. But boy, I believe God's got His eye on us, don't you? Uh, I believe the Lord is concerned about uh, everything we do here at United Baptist Church. But I, I just want to ask all of us here tonight, how much of an emphasis and a priority do we place in our own lives? And, and, and do, do we here at our church... Uh, do, do we emphasize the value of just one soul that God gives us the ability to reach and minister to? Again, one thing we said this morning is, is uh, how that Satan is so good at convincing us that we're wasting our time and, you know, that the effort that we put forth doesn't matter and it's no big deal and we'd, just be, uh, we'd do just as well to stay at the house and just kind of go with the flow like everybody else. Uh, but, brother, I'm just telling you, I believe with all my heart that if we just were able to reach one sinner for Jesus, it'd be worth it all. Uh, Jesus is coming soon, amen? Well, I tell you, the Lord's on His way. And, uh, you know, we don't know just how little time that we ha have left to make a difference and to, to reach uh, lost. 
and dying souls for the cause of Christ. And I, I got news for you, and I'm not trying to uh, be a Debbie Downer, so to speak, tonight, but the reality of the fact is we're not going to reach the world. Amen? Uh, uh, again, people need the Lord, no doubt about that. And Jesus died for all men. He wants all men to be saved. But the truth of the matter is not everybody's going to be saved. And uh, more people are going to reject Christ than they will accept Him. Uh, but you know, uh, with all my heart, I really believe tonight, and I want to keep it in the, the forefront of my mind, that uh, I, I don't know how long we're, we're gonna, we have left uh, you know, uh, to, to live for God and to serve Him and to preach. But, you know, it'd be worth keeping the doors open for another 10 years if it's just this small handful of folk that we have coming, if we never fill the church up and if we never uh, have a house full. I believe it'd be worth it all if we could just reach one more. Souls, for, would you believe that tonight? Uh, I, amen. You say, well, what does that matter? Well, for that one, it means the difference between a heaven and hell, right? And uh, if it's a big deal to Jesus, it ought to be a big deal to us. And uh, friend, I'm just telling you, we've got example after example uh, of, of the importance of just one. Uh, whether it be in Scripture, you think about how that Christ, well, aren't you thankful that that that, that that the Lord never was inconvenienced when people came to Him. You ever, you ever wanted somebody's attention and, and uh, maybe you called them on the phone, maybe you visited them at the office, maybe they were an important person and you needed a favor from them, whatever it might be, and you went to them and called them, visited them, and you could tell that uh, they really didn't want to talk to you, uh, that you were bothering them and that they had so many other things going that that they really just didn't want to give you their attention. Uh, aren't you glad the Lord's not that way? Uh, aren't you thankful tonight that, that uh, His line's never busy, calling to me and I'll answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not? Uh, you'll never call, uh, hey listen, uh, anytime you call the Lord, He'll never put you on hold, hallelujah. Uh, amen, He'll never give you, you'll never get the answering machine. My grandfather hated the answering machines and and you call uh, his phone and uh, or no he calls you and you don't answer and the answer machine comes on there ain't no telling what you're going to hear uh, hallelujah but I'm thankful we don't have to worry about the Lord uh, amen if anybody's busy God's busy but he cares enough about us to take time to minister to us individually and personally he is a personal savior tonight Hallelujah, glory to God for that. Uh, and there's all kinds of, of examples in Scripture of how that the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, took time for just one. And if He took time for just one, then we ought to be willing to do the same thing. Amen? Uh, you say, give some examples. Well, how about Zacchaeus? Uh, Jesus was coming down, uh, uh, was it the, the Jericho Road, I believe, maybe, that He was walking down and uh, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't a coincidence. Zacchaeus was a, uh, was a short fella. Uh, amen. And, and there was so many people had gathered there to see Zacchaeus or to see Jesus come down that way wanting to be healed, wanting to, well, wanting to be helped. Amen. That it, would, it was uh, all but impossible for him to get to Jesus. But Zacchaeus made a special attempt. He was willing to climb up in that sycamore tree. 
And I believe with all my heart that Jesus had that, that spot, that very spot in the road pinpointed that when he got to that particular place to where that road went right down and under that sycamore tree, whatever branch it was that was hanging down, I believe that Jesus uh, had intended before he was ever born. He knew that on that particular day, at that, at that moment of time, amen, he was going to stop uh, and under that tree and that tax collector, Zacchaeus, was going to be there. And, and before it was all said and done, Jesus said, uh, Amen, I'm going to your house today. And uh, Zacchaeus was saved and his life was forever time just because the Savior was willing to take time for just one. Isn't that wonderful? How about the, uh, uh, amen, how about the uh, woman with the issue of blood? Christ was on his way, I believe. Uh, Jairus had, had called him. And uh, amen, and, and he was in a hurry. And if Jesus didn't get there quick, uh, his daughter was going to die. Amen. But as he pressed through that crowd and as he walked and the throngs gathered around him, that uh, woman with the issue of blood, she reached out and she took, uh, all she did was touch the very hem of Jesus' garment. And amen, he didn't just keep walking. Uh, he didn't, uh, didn't uh, kind of withdraw himself from her or try to get away from her but the Bible says that immediately he stopped uh, knowing that a little virtue had gone out of him and he said who touched me but friend we need to can I say this tonight we need to be sensitive when people reach out to us for help amen and I'm afraid that so many times we're distracted and uh, amen we've got all these other things going on in our lives and we're worried about this and and uh, got to get this done that maybe somebody will come our way and stop by our way uh, and they're wanting some help and they want somebody to give them some direction and provide them with some support. And Amen. But we're so busy that we don't take time to stop and see what they need uh, and see if we can point them to the one, towards the one that can help them. Amen. I'm glad that Jesus uh, took time. He wasn't too busy to minister to that woman with the issue of blood. Hallelujah. We could go on and on and story after story in the Word of God. Uh, I think about uh, uh, Philip and the uh, Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, Philip was in the middle of, the, of, a, of a great revival in Samaria. Maybe it was a byproduct of uh, the woman at the well and how she got saved. Well, there's another one, Jesus. The Bible said, let's, let's get there before we go to Philip, all right? The Bible says that Jesus... He, uh, you know, he said, we must needs go through Samaria. Uh, the Jews hated the Samaritans because they was a mixed breed of people. Uh, amen. And they, 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 they made a special effort to cross all the way to the other side of the Jordan River just so they didn't have to step foot in Samaria. But Jesus said, I must needs go some, to, through Samaria. Why? Because he knew there was a, a Samaritan woman that was going to go looking for water, but before the day is over, she's going to find the well. Hallelujah. So Jesus took time. He made a special effort. Amen. He wasn't worried about the masses and the multitudes. Amen. He was interested in the just ones. And a little bit later on, uh, because Jesus, did you know you never, you, you, there's no, you, you never know. You say, well, just, uh, you know, why would I worry about one? You never know who that one may be. That could be the next D.L. Moody, the next Billy Sunday. Uh, Jesus got a hold of that. That, that Samaritan woman that 
that uh, had all those husbands for it, before it was all said and done, revival broke out in, in Samaria. All because Jesus took time to reach one. Well, uh, amen. Then a little while later on, Philip was enjoying the, 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 the fruit of her labor. And revival was still going on in Samaria. And he was a preaching. And all of a sudden God said, Hey, Philip, I want you to leave Samaria and go all the way out into the desert. Why? Because there's a black man out there, an Ethiopian eunuch, that's reading the book of Isaiah, and I want you to explain to him that that's about me. And isn't that wonderful to see that how that Jesus Christ in His earthly ministry, He went over and beyond the call of duty. He went the extra mile. Amen. He wasn't just looking for the crowds. He wasn't just going to the places where He'd be popular and be, uh, amen, gain more publicity and notoriety. Uh, amen. No, friend, Jesus took time for the just one. And I'm glad that he did. Uh, and and uh, how about the maniac of Gadara? There's another example. How that uh, he went all the way over to the other side uh, of, of the, the Lake Gennesaret, the Sea of Galilee, uh, into the land of Gadara. And there was a wild man that dwelt amongst the tombs. He was, an, he, amen, he, he was naked. Uh, he didn't wear any clothes. And he liked to, to amen, he cut himself. And he is all messed up and probably demon possessed and all these other things but Jesus wasn't afraid Jesus didn't ignore him Jesus didn't avoid him because of how crazy he was but Jesus pinpointed and he went to that very place so that he might make the difference in one man's life amen what an example that is to, for us to follow well you know I've thought about that and you know we've not won millions to the Lord uh over the last 17 years here at United Baptist Church, but we've won a few. And I could look back over my time here and say, yes, you, you know, our, work, our labor's not been in vain. Uh, amen. There, there's, been, there's been a reward. There's been a harvest. We've sown a lot of seed, but we've seen some harvest fruit along the way. And uh, amen. I think about uh, Robert and Barbara Hankins. And how that uh, God saved them and, and uh, they worked with their youth for, for several years. Amen. We began picking up uh, the, their children on the church van and they began coming to Sunday school when they were the only ones that we were picking up. And uh, both of the kids got saved and uh, long story short, uh, Rob got saved and uh, amen. And before it was all said and done, Barbara got saved and little did we know uh, that just within a few short years, Barbara was going to have a sudden heart attack and die. What if we hadn't have took time uh, to reach just one? And now uh, Rob's still living for the Lord, attending church faithfully, and uh, amen, it's worth it all just for them. Amen, I think about Howard Thompson, and amen, we was able to sing that Anchor of Hope song this morning that, that Howard loved to hear, and I'll never forget the night that Howard walked the aisle and gave his heart to Jesus Christ, amen. And, and brother, if, if he was the only one that got saved uh, through our ministry here at the church, it'd be worth it all just for him. How about Oscar Ward a few years back, uh, not long ago really, and, and not too long before he died. Uh, boy, we'd talked to Oscar and we'd witnessed to him and felt like uh, we were just uh, butting our head up against the wall. Didn't seem to have any interest whatsoever. Uh, but boy, when it was all said and done, God got a hold of his heart and 
Uh, I had the privilege of leading him to Christ. He got gloriously saved. And now we know where he's at. He's in heaven. Amen. Again, the value of just one. Uh, amen. I think about, I told you the, gave you the, the, the example of, of Jimmy Cutchall, uh, the old, old fella that, uh, amen, living in a trailer. And every time I walked into his house, he was sitting there in his rocking chair with a, a Budweiser can and wasn't ashamed of it. Amen. But I didn't give him a hard time over it. I just sit there and talk to him and tried to become his friend. And, uh, amen. I'd try to witness to him and, and get him to, to, to ask the Lord to save him. But he'd say, no, not today, preacher, until one day God got a hold of him. And, and uh, he asked me to come out there. And I had that glorious privilege of leading him to the Lord and, and baptized him just shortly before he died of bone cancer. I think of some of our youth kids. And and uh, got a young man right now, this very moment, that's been messaging me on the phone. And uh, amen. Every now and then he stops by at the thrift store to see me. And um, uh, amen. Loved him dearly. Uh, you know, came from a tough home environment. But uh, he texted me out of the blue just the other day and said, uh, Preacher, uh, I want to get baptized. Uh, you know, and, and brother, I'm telling you. Uh, that, another young man that we reached and that we ministered to, uh, uh, getting ready to get married, and wants me to preach his, his wedding, amen. Uh, again, friend, that may not be, be any big deal. To, we, what the devil wants to do, uh, amen, he wants to emphasize those times. You know what? Satan wants us to emphasize, he wants to, you know, the harvest, or excuse me, the sowing season is the hard time. And that's the time when you're sowing seed, it doesn't seem like you're accomplishing anything. That's when the devil convinces you you're wasting your time when you're sowing seed. And he wants you to focus on the sowing season. Uh, why? Because a lot of times the sowing season is longer than the harvest time. But brother, I want to remind you that sowing season's worth it come harvest time. Amen? And uh, we've got a gentleman back here with us tonight. This is why I'm preaching this, this message. All because, uh, amen, we were out uh, knocking on doors and passing out flyers prior to our, uh, our uh, first ever youth revival. And I'll never forget that youth meeting. And that we had a, the, the church was full. They were sitting out uh, on the porch in chairs. I mean, just a wonderful, wonderful time. But then that Monday or Tuesday night, LV showed up, walked down the aisle and gave, aisle and gave his heart to Jesus. Uh, you know, isn't that, that is a miracle. You know, that is nothing short of supernatural. And, and, and I've given you illustration after illustration of individuals and, 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 uh, and single souls that we have been, been blessed to reach, uh, amen, over the last 70, 17 years at United Baptist Church. And uh, brother, I'm telling you, if we don't if we don't win another one, it's been worth it all just for the ones we have reached. Do you believe that tonight? But here's my fault. What if there's just one more LV out there? What if there's another uh, older fella that, uh, Amen, your brother-in-law, Jimmy Seaton, or uh, Mark and Lisa, Amen. We could go on and on, and I'm sure everybody here has somebody on your heart that's either lost and away from God and 
uh, amen, and the old devil's putting the pressure on us to want to give in and throw in the towel and quit and it's not worth it. Brother, if we could just reach one more soul for Christ, it'd be worth it all. Amen, all the hurt and all the heartache and all the, the frustration and the discouragement and the, uh, the injustice, amen, and uh, amen, the unfairness, uh, things we deal with in this life that makes us want to get mad and throw in the towel. Brother, if we just reach one more soul for Christ, I believe it'd be worth it all. Don't you? All the toil, all the trial, all the sorrow. Amen. If there's, do you believe there's some, some more LVs out there? Amen. Do you believe there's some more Oscars out there? Do you believe there's some more Howard Thompsons out there? I think of Kenneth Connor. Boy, there's one. Now, he didn't actually get saved here at the church, but boy, we were praying for him. We had a burden for his soul and... Uh, his wife Nancy attend here for some time. They live just right out the road, uh, um, close to Oscar and Elizabeth. But I'll never forget, uh, boy Kenneth. He was quiet, but but we'd go out and we'd witness to him and we'd talk with him. And no, he just never. And matter of fact, you had to be careful because as quiet as he was, if you pressured him too much, he'd get mad at you. Uh, just really didn't want any, want to hear it. Uh, but. Um, I'll never forget hearing the story. And, and Ken, Ken was a little bit bitter because he had experienced a tragedy in his life. His son uh, died, run up under a, a tractor trailer several years ago down next to the, the interstate and uh, killed him violently and, and suddenly. And uh, boy, he just couldn't understand that. And it just, uh, again, that was the, the barrier that, that, uh, that kept him uh, from, from giving his heart to Jesus. But the testimony goes, and I, this is one of the most powerful things I've ever heard before, but the story goes that, that some, uh, who knows, for some reason his son, before he died in that car accident, he left a video recording of himself witnessing to his dad. That is the truth. And uh, at some point in time, Ken saw that and fell under conviction. And last I heard, he was attending the block church with him and his wife. Again, there's another just one. Uh, amen. And it doesn't just have to be older folk. We've seen some young... Uh, it's amazing what God does. I'll never forget... Boy, I'm off track tonight, aren't I? Uh, amen. I'll never forget um, Holly and I... If we were married, we hadn't been married long. And we were still up at Liberty attending church. And uh, I'll never forget the first time I taught Bible school. Me and Holly. Now, wasn't that something? Me and Holly teaching Bible school together. I'm surprised we wasn't throwing books at each other. Hallelujah. But we were teaching Bible school. The first time, we were excited about it. And, and I'll never forget that before service, before I'd get, I'd get there early every night. I was so excited just to teach Bible school. And I'd show up early every night and I'd go into the classroom and I'd pray. I'd pray, you know, because I knew there was going to be some kids. There's probably fifth or sixth grade kids that were going to be there. And I'll never forget this young lady. She, you know how it is. Just certain kids stick out to you. And she just was, she just had a wonderful personality. Just, just sweet little girl. And, and, and she gave her heart to Jesus during that Bible school. And I forgot about it. Uh, it's, I didn't think about that for years and years and years until um, 
they asked me to come back and preach revival several years ago at Liberty. And uh, I was up there shaking hands. And this young lady uh, said, do you know who I am? And I said, well, not because obviously she was, she was had been a kid. Now she was an adult. And she said, and she called her name. And she said, I'm the young girl that got saved while you used to, brother. Amen? Just one. And we've got a whole lot more just ones that we've reached as far as our youth ministry. And our youth, I, I, don't ever let the devil convince you. Listen, that ought to cause you to want to shout. Uh, and, and praise the Lord just because of that one, uh, just the other day. Just the other day. Uh, again, just poor mouthing and down and out and, uh, you know, talking about how, thinking about how bad my life was and all these things. And I was at the thrift store. And uh, this young lady, probably 20 year old, I guess, uh, come up to me and, and she was with her daddy. And I recognized her dad. Um, he had done some work for us here at the church. And... Um, and, I, I mean, he was just a friend of mine. I knew him. But I didn't put two and two together until she told me her name. And she told me her name, and it just so happened. She didn't know I owned the, or, excuse me, ran the thrift store and uh, had no idea. And, but as soon as she, and she was there to pick up some furniture, she had just gotten herself an apartment, and her daddy was trying to help her get settled in the apartment. All of a sudden, she t told me her name, and the moment she did, it clicked in my mind. And she was probably one of the first three or four kids that we ever picked up on the church band years and years ago. And now she's grown into this young lady. And she comes by every few weeks, you know, and just, you know, every, she saves a little money just so she can buy another, another item to furnish her, her apartment. And, and we forget about those things. Yeah, and, 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 but we may not be the one that lead them to Christ. But hey, we, we sowed some seed, we watered some ground, and somewhere along the line, God gave the increase come harvest time. I'm talking about the value of one. Let me give you a couple of points, and I'm through tonight. Y'all messed this up for me. Y'all always do that, praise God. Amen. Let me just give you these points real quick. I got some, Look, I'm skipping page after page tonight. Just so I can get to my points. Why? Because LV's hungry. Amen. First of all, can I say that Jesus wasn't willing to lose just one. Amen. The Bible says that even though he had 99 other sheep, the shepherd was not willing to lose even one little lamb who'd gone astray. You know, I'm afraid that, that sometimes we let the 99 be an excuse to let the one go. Isn't that right? Uh, amen. Again, we can't. One thing about it, we, we can't make anybody do anything. But it ought to break our hearts to see one walk away, right? And there's no. Can I say this? Now, there's no such thing as an expendable soul, right? Every sinner. Do you, you know that the, the there was a high cost paid? For the soul of the worst sinner that you could ever imagine. That person that you can't even stand to think about. And boy, if, if they walk up to you, you want to go the other direction. Because they just rub you the wrong way. Amen. 
You know, some people it's impossible. I, I'm thankful for what the Bible says. If it be possible, as much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. Some people you can't live peaceably with. But amen. I, I'm telling you, I don't care who it is. A high price was paid for their salvation. So in God's eyes, amen, they're not expendable. Aren't you thankful that Jesus didn't just say, well, that Nick Bailey, he ain't worth nothing. Just let him go. I'm telling you, one thing that we, uh, uh, one thing that we uh, don't emphasize enough is the ministry of restoration. When, when somebody, and I'm not talking about somebody that leave, goes from one church to the other. I'm talking about somebody that goes astray. Amen. Somebody that, that, that falls away. And, and, and it's almost like, well, ain't nothing I can do about it. Let them, listen. They're, they're, uh, they're not expendable in God's eyes. They ought not be in ours either. They may seem expendable to us, but they're invaluable to Jesus Christ. Jesus was not willing to lose just one. It ought to break our hearts at the thought of any sinner dying to go. I don't care who it is. You say, well, I don't know them. That doesn't matter. They're still one of His. Amen. He still sent His darling Son to pay a high price so that they don't have to go to hell but can be saved and go to heaven. Secondly, Jesus was willing to go after just one. Uh, not only was He not willing to lose just one, but He was willing to go after just one. At the end of verse 4, the Bible tells us that the shepherd went after that one little lamb who had become lost. I want to remind you, church, we can't wait for them to come to us. we got to be willing to go to them. We are, have been commanded to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We are to go into the highways and the hedges that we might compel them to come in that his house may be full. Go after them. That, that's, that, that is a sign of aggression. Evangelism is not passive. It is aggressive. Amen. Uh, and it requires us to confront them. Hey, I think about those four friends that were willing to make an extra effort. You know, the, again, Jesus was there and the, the multitudes were thronged about the house and there was just no way for them to get him to Jesus. I mean, they all, you'd think that they would have... Uh, they would have excused themselves from going any further just because they made an attempt. Uh, you know, four friends, one on each end of the, the bed, and, and, and they brought him that far. Well, we've done all we can. We might as well just let him go. No, they didn't do that. They said, well, the only way to get him to Jesus is to tear the roof off. Amen. They went over and above the call of duty. They went the extra mile. They did whatever they had to do to get him to Jesus. Amen. They were willing to go after it. Who is it out there? Those just ones that, amen. And brother, I want to remind you, there's some people you can reach that I can't reach. Uh, and who is it that God, uh, amen, has, uh, has given you a special uh, assignment saying that's the one I want you to reach. And then we just take it for granted. Well, we're going to let brother so-and-so or sister such-and-such -such do it. Brother, we can't do that. We've got to go after sinners before it's too late. Amen. He wasn't willing to lose just one, but he was willing to go after just one. Well, I'm thankful he went after me, aren't you? I want to remind you, salvation is personal. He didn't just die for the world. He died for you, and he died for me, and it's a personal salvation. A lot of times we want to go after the crowd, but we're not willing to go after the individual. Amen? Amen. 
Thirdly, Jesus was able to find just one. Verse 5, the Bible tells us that the shepherd found that one who was lost and who had gone astray. Uh, I, I'm thankful that I know what it is to be found. Uh, amen. The Son of Man is come to seek and to save uh, that which was lost. Amen. Rejoicing over the fact that his sheep was lost and now it's found. Boy, Jesus is in the, is in the sheep finding business and we ought to be too. Amen. Rescuing sheep. Going where, uh, amen, going where they're at. I mean, what if Jesus had took a, took a passive uh, approach to, to, to reaching the one uh, lost sheep that gone astray? Well, i got 99 here. I gotta, uh, I've got to stay with them, and I've got to watch them. And, and I, amen, I hope he comes back, but I'm just going to sit here and wait on them to come back to the fold. Brother, if you do that, they'll never return. You've got to be willing to go after them. And find them. You'll never find them unless you follow after them. Isn't that good? You'll never find the sheep that are lost unless you're willing to follow after them. And uh, amen. Listen, we're again, don't ever underestimate the value of a soul. I I'm telling you, it's, once again, it was worth it all for, uh, for the Lord uh, and for the Holy Spirit of God to... To, to lead Philip uh, out of Samaria and into the desert because that Ethiopian eunuch meant enough to God to send Philip. What if Philip hadn't gone? That Ethiopian eunuch may have never uh, understood um, the meaning of Isaiah chapter 53 and he might have died and went to hell. All because Philip, uh, amen, viewed him as being expendable. Right? Uh, who was it? Was it Simon? God sent to explain these things to Saul after the Lord had blinded his eyes on the Damascus road. Well, that was dangerous, wasn't it, for Simon? And boy, he put up a little bit of a... He protested for a little while, said, I don't know about that guy. He's a dangerous dude. But no, Simon was willing to go because he recognized the fact that if the Lord was sending him to him, amen, it must have been for an important reason. Fourthly, Jesus was willing to take care. Of, oh boy, I love this part of the story. It says verse number 5, And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Isn't that great? Uh, amen. I, I don't know. Maybe that little lamb was wounded. Maybe that little lamb was hurt. Maybe he had been bitten by the wolves or, or, or by the predators. Uh, uh, amen. Maybe he, he just maybe was tired and he was dehydrated. He hadn't eaten. He hadn't drank. Amen. Just like the prodigal when he had gone astray. Amen. One thing about it, when you wander away from the fold, you'll end up in worse condition than you were at when you was at daddy's house. Well, that sheep probably just, he wasn't in the condition. He was not able for himself to return to the fold. So what did the shepherd do? He put him up on his shoulders and he carried, carried him back home. Uh, reminds me of that, the footsteps of Jesus that we sang the other night. And the, the, the put footprints in the sand, right? You know, why was there, you know, so far there were two, for so long there were two sets of footprints, but all of a sudden there's just one. Why is that? Because that's when the Lord was carrying us. Brother, I, you know, the truth of the matter is we're not strong enough to make it through this world. There's some things that I've gone through in life 
that if it hadn't been for the Lord, I wouldn't have made it through them. There's some things you've gone through. There, there may be some things ahead for us in the future. Amen. We're going to get tired. We're going to get weary. We're going to get burnt out. We're going to get hurt. We're going to be wounded. But I'm thankful we've got a, a Savior that's promised to do whatever He has to do to take care of us, to put us up on His shoulders, and to carry us all the way back to the sheepfold. That's why I, I believe in the eternal life of the believer. You say, do you believe it's possible for a, for a true born-again child of God to go astray? Uh, to get outside the fold, to wander off, uh, to make shipwreck of their faith. Yeah, I do. But I believe one way or another they're coming back home. Why? Because God has promised that He won't lose one single one of His young ones. Amen? That's right. Amen. My sheep hear my voice, and they know me, and I know them, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my Father's hand. Brother, if I could go to hell, I'd make God a liar. Huh? Amen. I may wander from the sheep, but he may have to beat me with the club, and he may have to hook me uh, with his staff, but one way, he may have to put me up on his shoulders uh, kicking and screaming, but one way or another, I'm headed back to the fold, honey. One day I'll come to myself and realize that the Father's house is a whole lot better than the mulch of the mire of the pig pen. Amen. You say, how do I know I'm going to make it? Because God already said you would. They went out from us because they were not of us. If they were of us, they would have no doubt continued with us. I believe in the perseverance of the saints, but I believe we're going to persevere because we've been preserved in His hand. We've been sealed into the day of redemption. Amen. I'm thankful that He's willing to take care of uh, just one, you say, oh, uh, the Lord don't have time for me. He's too busy. He's got out too many things to tend to. No, brother, if you're one of His sheep, you're branded by His blood. And amen, your, 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 your uh, well-being and your safekeeping is His responsibility. And He's going to take care of you because you belong to Him. Finally, I did pretty good tonight. So we ain't done yet. We still got another point. Verse 6 and 7, He found joy and rejoiced over just one. Isn't that great? Verse 6 and 7, the Bible says, And when He came home, when He cometh home, He calleth together His friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven, over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. I believe with all my heart that every time a, a sinner bows down on their knee and gives their heart to Jesus, amen, they have a party in heaven. I mean celebration time, a time of rejoicing. And if they're doing it over there, we ought to do it down here every time a name is added under, the roll, uh, under heaven's uh, roll book. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't, we don't need to just rejoice when the church house is full. Amen. But we need to rejoice every time God gives us a, an opportunity to make a difference in the life of one. Just, brother, you, uh, let me tell you if, you, if you never have, you know, and sometimes we go, uh, we, we go on a drought, and it, it, you know, we go, 
We ought not ever, we ought not go a long time without leading somebody to Christ. But brother, if God ever gives you the privilege of leading a soul to His name. Amen. In other words, not that you saved them, but that God allowed you to be a tool and an instrument to lead them to the one who, who does save them and who does have the ability to change their life. If you ever experience that, there's no thrill like it. Man, there's been times I've been down in the dumps and, amen, defeated and depressed. And, uh, you know, I can think of specific times to where an Oscar Award was one of them. Amen. I was done. I was, amen, down and out. And, I, I, you know, going through the motions, all of a sudden, Oscar got saved and that lit my fire. Yeah, I mean, the, let, you, you say, I, I need to have revival in my life. Why don't you go lead somebody to Jesus and that will revive your soul. Amen? How many of you are thankful that God is in the business of saving just one? Amen? Aren't you thankful for that? So we need to do the same. And I'm glad we've got a man here tonight, amen, that God gave the privilege of allowing us to reach him. And, and, and he's been with us all these years now. He's my friend. And amen? And, and I say... Glory to God and praise His name for the fact that, amen, 13 years ago, however long it's been, LV in the old building before we renovated, walked the aisle, bowed down at the altar, and gave his heart to, to Jesus Christ. Do what? The church was slam full. It was, LV. But, amen, and I'll know Greg Lentz, and I'm sure he's seen many people say, but every time I see him, he says, how's that LV doing? Isn't that wonderful? So we've got something to praise God for tonight. Pam, you come and you uh, lead us in a uh, song of invitation and let's, uh, let's just uh, wrap things up. And I smell, I think I smell tuna salad. Hallelujah. That'll work. That'll do. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray and then we'll, we'll sing a song of invitation. If you need to come tonight, you be obedient to the Lord. You mind Him. Father in heaven, I love you. I thank you for... Letting us come to church tonight, and we're just giving us this reminder, God, of, Lord, if it's important to you, it ought to be important to us. Lord, thank you for the fruit, Lord, that we've been able to see down through the years. Lord, we're not bragging or boasting on ourselves. God forbid that we'd do that, but Lord, we just thank you that you'd let us have a part in it. And God, if there be one more out there in Greenville and Green County, Tennessee, somewhere on the mission field that you might uh, allow United Baptist Church to have a part in seeing them come into a saving knowledge of faith. Lord, it'd be worth it all just to see one sinner birthed into your family by way of our church before the trumpet sounds. God help us to do that. Lord, we need to see our church grow and we need to build the church, but Father, it's not going to happen overnight, God. It's one sinner at a time. It's a domino effect. Lord, uh, God, I pray that we would never view any sinner as being expendable. Father, Father, they're not expendable. They're invaluable. Lord, there's no, there's no way we could ever put a price tag on the value of a soul. God, you paid the greatest price that could ever be paid, Lord, the shedding of your own blood. And you did that for sinners. And Lord, if there'd been, if I'd been the only one, I still believe you'd pay that price. 
And Lord, because you're willing to pay that price, I ought to be willing to do everything I can to go as far as I have to go to see you rescue just one. Some having compassion, making a difference, others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Father, the harvest is plenteous, the labors are few. Pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he might send forth labors in his harvest. God, people need the Lord. Father, I'm thankful there's a Savior. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus can save. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus can save. One more time, rescue the perishing, Care for the dying. Jesus is merciful. Jesus can save. Father in heaven, we love you. We thank you for another service tonight. Pray that your people have received a blessing. Lord, I pray that you bless our fellowship as we uh, leave this service and go celebrate. Uh, the 90th birthday of Brother L.V. Nice. Lord, what he means to us. And God, uh, we pray that your blessings will be upon the food. Thank you for everyone that's taken part in providing this opportunity, uh, Lord, just to fellowship together. And Lord, we just praise you in advance. Lord, thank you for who you are and what you do. And Lord, we just thank you. We just still believe. Lord, could it be, Father, that that's the reason the devil's putting such a fight putting up such a fight, God, and trying his best to, to silence me and trying his best to, to uh, uh, Lord, shut this church down, God. Could it be, Father, that he knows there's at least just one more soul that needs to be reached before the trumpet sounds? Lord, probably there's, there's more than one. Lord, it could be that you have a multitude of sinners that you want to come to know Christ uh, by way of United Baptist Church before um, the rapture. So Lord, I pray we'd be fervent. I pray we'd be faithful. I pray we'd be consistent. Help us to stay on mission. Lord, help us not to become distracted. Help us not to be weary. Help us to keep sowing gospel seed, trusting and believing that sooner or later harvest time's going to come, uh, come along. And Lord, when that happens, it'll be worth it all. We praise your name. In Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. All God's people say it. Amen. You're dismissed. Let's uh, have a good meal together tonight.